Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about commercial real estate and how it will be changed forever yeah. because of this virus. It's amazing. It really is. I'm thinking about all those, like we just, we talked about a little bit at the end of the show yesterday. You shared about, hey, you sent everybody home. Now they're thriving. You know, do we need to bring them back in and have that overhead and the expense and the rent and the, you know, the, the water delivery and the, you know, the cleaning staff. There's a lot. The power bill. I mean, think about all this. People my age are really used to going to the stores and get stuff. Uh, younger people, not so much. And, and it's just a habit. It's not, even though it doesn't make sense, it makes sense to have everything delivered. Now I'm forced to have everything delivered. Do you think I'm gonna go back in, to the stores after I've realized how easy this is? No way. Right. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Levi wrote, hey there, random question, but it relates to buying through escrow, either land or homes. I haven't purchased a home for my family yet, so I will qualify for first-time home buyer incentives when I buy. If I purchase a piece of land through escrow prior to actually buying a home through escrow, will that affect my first-time home buyer incentive? I'm just wondering if utilizing escrow for a piece of land will affect buying a home for the first time in any way. I'm thinking the mortgage side of purchasing home is what affects the first-time home buyers' yes. discounts, not the escrow process. You are correct, Levi. Any feedback helps. Thanks. You yeah. answered your own question. Uh, it has nothing to do with escrow and everything to do with uh, lender. Speaking of lenders, what's going to happen to lenders? All, by the way, come on, let's just back up. Isn't this all just a made-up thing anyway to try to get someone to buy a home for the first time? I mean, maybe it's like a quarter It's not like it's off. a federal thing, is it? Yeah, it's a federal thing. It is a federal Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm eating my words. <laughs> it's. I think it's actually a Freddie Mae Fannie Mac thing. <laughs> I think that, I don't know what, you know what, I, I, I should, if you, even, so then I if should you stop right there. Only if I don't know. finance through that. Yeah, but that's mortgage insurance. So Freddie Mae and Fannie Mac are mortgage insurers. Right. So I don't know what, you know what, I don't know what the program is. I, I know this. In some way, the loan's cheaper. Whether uh, it might be in the form of putting less down, less down payment, or the interest rate's less. Okay. It's one of those two things. Okay. Or both. Like I know a VA loan, a veteran loan, is zero. Like you can get a 0%, a 0% down. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to do that? I don't know. And well, Levi, a, why would you want a mortgage? Yeah, that's, that's, this is, let's talk for a moment, Levi. This is the bigger <laughs> question. Okay, let's just throw that whole thing out. And let's think about this for a moment. Why don't we save up and pay cash for something? Or, or just rent. You could rent for a long time, and guess what? When crazy things happen, and like, like now. right now, and the uh, four hundred thousand dollar house is now about to be a two hundred thousand dollar house, and you paid four hundred thousand dollars, you you really want to be going great world. This is now our forever home. Congratulations, you know. Or hey, thank goodness now we can rent something cheaper. Our lease is up in three months. Okay, we're moving to something cheaper. Or, you know, save up to buy, uh, pay cash for a house, and then it doesn't matter. You paid $400,000 for a cash, uh, for a ho- cash for a house. It's now currently worth two hundred, dollars And it, this is going to happen. This is, these aren't made up numbers. It happened last the last mm-hmm. recession. Uh, yeah, I'll just keep my house because it's going to come back. And it will come back. It will. 
But do you want to hang? But do you want to pay interest in a payment and when you're uh, potentially your jobs maybe you know at jeopardy? You know, Jill's exactly right. Why do you want a mortgage? I don't think there's any time you should actually really have a mortgage. Yeah. Unless you're in a scenario like, I don't know, it's a farm, you know, and your revenue, your income comes from making food and, and uh, I don't know, and you live there too. So maybe that, but now it's just not, it's not a house in the suburbs. I would only, honestly, I just think that if it's, it's just got to be a decision that you're going to stay there anyway. It's like your forever home. I'm not kidding. You have three million in the bank and you're going to pop down $500,000 on your forever home. I'm okay with that, seriously. Because you, you're paying cash for it. Not just that that's not a deposit. You're paying cash for it. It's done. We've made that decision. I've got two and a half million dollars right now. I'm gonna make more anyway, no matter what. Like um, like uh, Warren Buffett. We all know Warren Buffett can afford a, a nicer, newer, fancier, bigger home, but no, he made that decision a long time ago. He's staying in his house. Right, and a more absolutely, Jill, and a, a more likely scenario is uh, you're a young couple, you're just starting out, you're paying uh, rent, uh, maybe you have some kids, you've got a two-bedroom apartment somewhere. What you uh, what you should be doing is taking twenty or thirty percent of your money that's left over and putting it into a, a bank account somewhere so that you can buy a house for cash and, and plan it all out. Mm-hmm. That's that I wrote it like in of, ten years. Yeah, like ten years. Ten years is great. Oh, yeah. Steve, but I could be. Getting, I could buy a house Build right now, and I no. Take yeah. a look at, take a look at the interest payment, the first ten years of a mortgage, yeah. and how much equity you actually pay down. It's not a straight line scenario. It's not like it's month one my payment's a thousand bucks, two hundred dollars goes to equity, eight hundred goes to interest, and then I'm I'll be done. No, it goes like this. That's it's a all valid interest. point. It's all interest. You're in right. First, first so instead of, of doing that, this is a very good one. I wrote instead a technical of, paper this on this. This is so good, but just let me, I want to finish this for a second. So Because it's really easy to look at it that way. Instead of getting a house right now today with a 30, even a 15-year mortgage, let's spend, because the first, what, how much? Third to a half of that time is interest only, right? Let's not pay that interest and just think like, all right, I'm going to put you know, 10, 15 years of money aside to pay cash at that point for something. Guarantee you'll that come out ahead. That makes so much more sense. Guarantee it. Here's why, in 15 years, your life's gonna be totally different. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be in that house. You, maybe uh, a worldwide virus happens. Oh, that could never maybe happen. Maybe 20 kids happen. What do you mean worldwide, ho- uh, worldwide virus? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that would never, never happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the whole world down? Oh, good luck. What do you mean we're all gonna be working on computers and, and our jobs? Like, close the beaches? Are you nuts? <laughs> That's insane. What do you mean there's no such thing as a store anymore? You what? just buy everything online and they send it to you. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You mean that you're telling me I can never, I can't just walk down the street to my bar? Good luck. <laughs> Disneyland closed. Never. Yep. In the state of California, if someone told me you will be able to order a drink from your favorite bar, walk up to it, bring your mug, they pour it for you, you pay them, and you, then you walk outside and on the street and walk home, and it's fine. I would have said when pigs fly. Guess what Jill and I did last night? Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Today's topic, which uh, what were, uh, this rant we just you just uh, you know, worked your way through, yeah. thank you, ties into this topic. Commercial real estate will ch- be changed forever. This is why you're listening. Do we need strip malls? Not anymore. We never really, well, we kind of did before. Yeah. We needed to go to a 7-Eleven if we wanted a Coke. Now we just order one online and they mm-hmm. bring it to you. 
Do we need to go to an office? Nope. Do we need big buildings to manufacture stuff? Yes. Do we? To manufacture things. I don't know. I can't build a car in my living room. Well, I could build a car in my living room, but I couldn't build a hundred. Where did Tesla just build their new factory? Wasn't it Mexico? Was it here? The most rural area of Nevada you could possibly imagine. (laughs) Rural Nevada. (laughs) Get to know lack of current events, Jill. (laughs) I didn't know that. Ultra, ultra cheap real estate. Why? Because their jobs are they're incredibly automated, first of all. So, like, what's the most up-to-date manufacturing facility of its time? I think it's, like, now two or three or five years old. So there's, uh, as a production efficiency uh, automation scenario, they don't need a lot of people to work there. So the people that do work right, there, they move true. there. And they're usually, like, high-paid workers that, they're not drilling the side of a hole, a hole in the side of the car like they were in 1950s. It's true. The machines are doing that. What they have there now are very highly trained and, and com- command a high uh, salary computer people to make sure these machines don't break down. Engineers. Yeah. Right. Mechanical engineers. Mm-hmm. So it's all changing. So do we need factories in the middle of town where the, all the people live? Nope. This is going to be so So what commercial real estate do we really need? Maybe I can't hotel? think of any. Uh, a, vac- a hotel, that's a great example. A hotel, um, yeah, and, a, a hotel. and a tourist attraction because like because you the pyra- pyramids aren't going anywhere or the ocean's not going anywhere and you need a place to go to vacation. So that's a great point. Uh, I still, do I need to go to restaurants? I don't need to go to a restaurant, but if I get, uh, if there's another, if this is extended another couple months, something's going to happen in our house. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I need to get out. I do need, I mean... I like to go out, and I know you do too. It's a, but it's option. It's optional. Well, Jill's right. There, there is a need for restaurants. Do we do need as many as we have now? No, the whole world is getting by without going to a restaurant right now. Do you think that's going to permanently change everybody's behavior? Right. I think so. I will tell you personally. I looked at my personal bank account over the last three weeks, and I'm like, we're not spending any money anymore. Yeah. We don't go out to eat. Yeah, it's interesting. It's good. It's, I mean, we don't go out, you know. On we don't go out on the weekend and, and uh, buy everybody drinks, a couple of rounds of drinks, which is not the cheapest thing in the world in <laughs> where we live. So, I, you don't think that's going to change people's per- behavior permanently? Let's say, let's say people stop going to restaurants twenty percent of the time after this is over. That's a massive shift in commercial real estate. You're right. Or maybe people who own restaurants who are starting restaurants are going to say, hey, remember what happened in 2020? Well, I'm not going to get caught with my pants down again like that. Uh, if I need to, this piece of real estate, I'm going to open a restaurant, and then we're going to build this little thing over here that just becomes a takeout. We'll be ready for again. it. Yeah. That's true. Well, you know, it's interesting. We were involved in an, well, call it an experiment the other <laughs> night. You know, we were we talked about a little bit before that a friend of ours for her birthday said, let's do a Zoom thing. And we started off all drinking wine, and at the end, we're doing shots all in the comfort of our own homes in our living rooms and having fun and laughing and we were actually shockingly i think getting the same experience you know with our friends as being out in a bar i couldn't hug them but we were laughing cracking jokes just as we would and it's so interesting i had about 80 percent as much fun as we would have had in in person and that was good enough and you know what you had 80 percent as much fun right and you had uh 
95% more money left over. Because think yeah. about what we're spending. That's right. So, you know what? I'm not kidding. I'm going to open a virtual. I'm going to open my own virtual bar. Let's, we should start tonight. I think that would be fun. And see, and I'll put it in our local Facebook groups and see who shows up. It's a brilliant idea. This would be so fun. Cost nothing. Yep, local Facebook, watch me. Or maybe donate like a dollar to some, or donate something just so even the riffraff doesn't show up. It can't be free. Maybe it's Why like, can't donate it be free? $5, we'll set, set up a Venmo account for like the fire oh, department. You know? Okay, 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 I'm here with you. So have a, so excuse us while we have a, we're gonna have a brainstorm. <laughs> Excuse me, during during this show. What okay, I like this. The hospital. So wait a minute, a Zoom event and but it and we want we're collecting It's a charitable event. It's a charitable 100% event. Hundred percent of the all of it goes to uh We gotta fix something. Know, the medical center here close by here. Okay. All right. To a local medical facility. We'll pick that out. Well we'll find a non profit one or yeah. whoever needs it. I mean maybe even uh What about homeless? I just donated a hundred dollars to somebody sent me a um my, my favorite bar. Oh, they're out all, all out of work, so they said, "Hey." Oh, the uh, restaurant thing. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you did yeah. that. Thank you. So maybe it's that. My favorite bar. Oh, that's not crazy. Because we're doing a virtual bar. Like you know, because it's because it'll all be local here. Yeah, and how about our local people? So whatever the local thing that needs I some like help, this. we'll donate to that. Hey, whatever it is, um, you should do it too. Think about yeah. it. This is a time, come on, we all need to give back to and help everybody out. Thank you. Happy you could join us today. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find us on the Land Academy Show. Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can find us right here on the House Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Jill's Way of Working from Home. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I'll give you a sneak peek of what Jill's gonna say. It doesn't involve sitting on my lap. <laughs> we don't work in the same <laughs> same uh, <laughs> space. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. We don't have lunch together. Nope. It's, it's very, very separate and quiet. It's nice. <laughs> we Skype each other as if we could be in different countries. Oh, totally. Never mind, we're only on different floors. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the House Academy show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listeners. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, Please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>